Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Keep up the good work. 7 to 10 a.m. I appreciate that you share your opinion. Hot Radio May. I super appreciate that they're in line with Barb. Main's hit music channel. We have John Mulaney, Pete Davidson tickets. 207-807-1104 is the phone number. 207-807-1104. If you'd like to go see Pete Davidson, John Mulaney, Cross Insurance Center on Sunday, call or text right now, and we want to know what. When's the last time you wrote a check for something that wasn't a bill? Because it seems like kids these days don't balance a checkbook or write checks. (laughs) It's fine if the answer was never, because I feel like a lot of people are going to say never. When was the last time you wrote a check for something that wasn't a bill? When one of my sisters graduated college I wrote them a check and put it in a card just because I felt like it was classier than a hundred dollar bill there's nothing classier than a crisp clean fresh from the bank hundred dollar bill do you I thought the check was so much classier I like getting the the cash but it can't have like any wrinkles in it it's gonna be like a nice smooth like just off the printing press fresh yeah hundred dollar bill I'm with you though that was gonna be my answer as well so what what was it for graduation you said Yeah, it was a graduation present mine was uh, for a wedding oh and usually I'll go to the bank and do the crisp hundred dollar bills and put them in there. Mm-hmm. But uh, bank was closed and I hadn't done it and it was a weekend. So I was like, I'll just write the check and wrote out the check. I just think it it's so much classier than cash. Maybe. I think there's nothing. I think it's more professional. I think there's nothing better than a, like a clean, crisp hundred dollar bill to me. Really? That's so interesting. I don't know. I think presentation wise, a check always looks better in a card. But if you're not going to do like, you know, if you're going to a wedding and you're not going to do like uh, increment of a hundred dollars like if you're not going to give like two three four whatever you put in the card then maybe do the check if you're going to do like 150 or whatever you know a lot of weddings these days they have a donate button on their website they make a website and then you can just pay on there and you don't even have to bring a card yeah that's what i did for um one of my friends who recently got married they had uh, their registry, like they had like their wedding website that yeah they put together and then the registry was on there and then one of the options on the registry was uh, just to give money. Basically, give me money. Everything was picked through on the registry. So I said, I'll just give them the money. It was 20 minutes before the wedding started. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and that's fine as long as you give a gift. Right? What does it matter if I did, I did it like a month in advance or, you know, 20 minutes before the wedding? It started. really doesn't matter as long as you provide a gift for the bride and groom on their wedding day. It doesn't matter how late it is. Do you even write a check for any of your bills? I used to, but in the past few years, I switched everything over to digital. Yeah. And I, But I don't do direct deposit. I still pay my bills on a certain day, but I stopped with the paper. Got it. I have one bill that I write a check for and I very easily could switch that. I don't know why I don't. I guess it's a habit. I guess it's, yeah, it's just a habit. Plus, it's your I, lifestyle. plus, I have like a couple checkbooks that I probably should go through first, right? And get rid of those before I. Okay, but can I also ask if you balance your checkbook? Because I used to write so many checks and I never kept track of it. Yeah, I know you're supposed to like write it in the back, like what you were, who you were paying and all that stuff. I yeah, never did that. I don't find it necessary. I don't either. My if, parents do though. But I'm only writing one check and everything else is instantly like tallied up on my account when I go and log in online. I know. I'm like, the only thing just that we look at the app. <laughs> the only thing that would be pending is if somebody hadn't cashed a check yet. And then it, I'm immediately cashing the check when I deposit it right. for the bill. So there's no real reason for me to balance. I just checkbook. think it's fascinating. Like when I see my mom and my dad, like writing in the back of it, I'm like, what are you like? Are you ever going to read that again? I don't think so. Unless for taxes. I don't know. Unless there's like an issue and they're like, oh my God, we're missing more money. And we're like, well, we have everything here. It's a lost art. Trevor in South Berwick. When's the last time you wrote a check for something that wasn't a bill? I had a buddy that had money for like, 
like a long time. And uh, when he finally paid me, he was like, oh, I need change though. So I was like, oh man, I'm sorry. All I have is a check. I can write you a check. So I wrote him a check for like $12. <laughs> Just because it was a principle of the matter. I had $12 on me, but... Make him do that work. So this guy owed yeah. you money for how long would you say? It was like he eight months. For like eight months and he couldn't just let you keep the, hey, here's 12 extra bucks as a tip for, you know. I mean, if he was borrowing the money in the first place, I think he did need the $12 back. <laughs> but so let me get this straight. You wrote him a check just to be a pain? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. That's petty. Yeah. That is petty. Yeah. Well, I mean, he made me wait for eight months. That's true. I'd be annoyed. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Are you trying to go I to this? I had to get him back a little bit. Pete Davidson uh, show? Hell yeah. Are you going to make the trip up to Bangor? Yeah. Three hours? That's nothing. <laughs> that's nothing. That's nothing. All right. We're going to hook you up with a pair of tickets. You're going to the show on Sunday. Oh, no, that's what's up. You guys are the best. Congratulations. Uh, you are there. Thank you so much. So, you know how we were talking about giving checks at weddings mm -hmm. and how I thought it was so classy? We got a text that said, checks are not ideal for a wedding gift because people try to be cute and say Mr. and Mrs. And I wasn't able to deposit since my new last name flagged me. Oh, wow. <gasps> I can't remember the last time I wrote a check for a wedding. I think I just wrote, it was for one of my best friends. So I just wrote her name and in, not and not her new name. I just wrote like her name that I've known my whole life. Yeah. But when you do it, do you do Mr. and Mrs.? I think I just wrote it out to my friend. To your friend. Yeah. Okay, phew. But also he was a guy, so his name's not changing. But if we did write them out wrong, I wonder if our friends would text us and be like, hey, can you get me a new check? I don't think they would. I think it would just be a loss. No, you would have to because that's even ruder to not say something because that person's oh. waiting to have the check cashed and they're expecting that money to come out of their oh, account. Oh, yeah, that's right. You got to say something. Do you, do you get in trouble if a check never gets deposited? Don't you get fined? If you wrote a check that doesn't get deposit, deposited? No, you don't get fined. I think really? it, just, it just throws your booking out of whack. All right, all right, all right. I sometimes get checks made out to Ryan Delon and that's not my real last name. And my bank Does it work? Yeah, my bank still lets me deposit. Oh, it. thank God. Yeah, they're a little bit more lenient. You're like, no, I swear, listen. Delon. <laughs> it's me. Well, my last name's pretty close, so it, I could be like, they just have messy handwriting and they spelled it wrong. <laughs> Hot radio main. Let me explain something to you one time. Hot man. mornings with Brian Delon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know. Several new reproductive rights laws passed by the Maine State Legislature this year are going into effect. Starting today, it will be legal in Maine to terminate a pregnancy after 24 weeks, but only when a doctor deems an abortion medically necessary. Another new law prohibits insurers from dropping malpractice coverage for abortion providers who treat women from other states where abortion is more restricted or banned. Dozens of U.S. states, including Maine, are suing Meta for harming young people's mental health by knowingly designing features on Instagram and Facebook that addict children to its platforms. The lawsuit also claims that Meta routinely collects data on children under 13 without their parents' consent. What's that about? Like, what data are they collecting? What data aren't they collecting at this point? You know what's crazy is... I've always heard of, especially like the story with Target and it's happening to me with Target, which is funny, but there's like this well-known, well, it's well-known to me. It was like literally part of 
something I had to study in college with advertising. This woman started getting targeted ads from Target for baby clothes and diapers and cribs and strollers and all this stuff. And she couldn't figure out how Target knew that she was pregnant. And they started sending her stuff in the mail, like get your baby registry. And somehow Target knew that she was pregnant and she hadn't even told anybody yet. Maybe by things that she was searching online. Perhaps. Then it went into this whole thing of like, she used a period tracker app and did that app sell her data to these big box stores that want her to have their baby registry with them. And it was a whole crazy thing. Interesting. But yes, they are tracking everything all the time, whether you know it or not. And now because my friends are all having babies and I'm buying them baby things for their showers and baby birthdays. Now, I think Target thinks I'm pregnant, too. Congratulations. It's, it's always showing me like 25 percent off baby stuff. And all my emails now are for baby stuff and diapers. That's funny. And my coupons. I'm like, no, not me. They know that a lot of people around you are. So if it's not you, you're going to be buying it for somebody else, maybe. Isn't that crazy, though? A Bangor man will spend 10 years behind bars after pleading guilty to possessing enough fentanyl to kill more than one-fifth of Maine's population. Excuse me? Chad Savage admitted to investigators that he had driven to Massachusetts to buy the drugs, which he thought he had almost twice the amount of fentanyl that officials actually seized. That's how they got him. Well, they like, got... We know that you tried... We know that you bought these drugs. You bought this amount of drugs. And he's like, uh, I had double that. <laughs> Wait, they... You only found this amount in the uh, glove compartment box? That can't be right. It was supposed to be this. Well, they pulled him over driving back from Massachusetts because they got tipped off. Oh. So when they pulled him over, they found the drugs in the uh, glove compartment box. And he admitted to having double what they actually found. So maybe he got screwed over the Massachusetts drug dealer. And of course. sucker. Of course, his last name is Savage. 10 years in jail. Lewiston plans to install new vaping sensors in the middle and high school bathrooms. They'll be able to detect not only smoking and vaping, but loud noises, the number of students in a bathroom, and how long they've been in there. Despite the $400,000 cost, the school committee voted unanimously in favor of the new bathroom sensors. I guess they're putting these in a lot of schools across the country. Not only will it be able to tell smoking and vaping, fighting as well. They're like fighting sensors. So if somebody's fighting in the bathroom, the decibel noise goes up and it'll be able to alert the staff that something's going on. I think it's crazy how many young kids are vaping these days. I When I was in high school, vaping just started to come around. Some people had vapes, but it was only like a few people that you could point out in the school that, that were vaping. And now I think every kid, for the most part, vapes. That's terrible every kid so many young people and now even when i go out to the old port which is rare but let's say i'm at oasis or something all the kids have a vape in their hand i've never seen it really i'm just kidding oh i thought you were serious (laughs) but guys come on it's gonna be bad for your skin just see the fist up to the bad for your lungs fist up to the face yeah and then they lift up the shirt and blow smoke in the shirt it's wild to me we know what you're doing Arizona Diamondbacks pulled off two road wins to defeat the Philadelphia Phillies in seven games and bring home the National League Championship. The D-backs will face the Texas Rangers in the World Series. Game one takes place on Friday night. That is five things you need to know made hot by the law offices of Joe Bornstein. Over 25,000 victories for injured Mainers since 1974. 207 Call Joe or online at JoeBornstein.com. Hot Radio May. Oh, Lord. Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the 30.
Rihanna fans recently got excited with rumors about a massive tour partnership with Live Nation. Well, it's not happening, right? Billboard spoke to a high-level source who said no tour has been confirmed for Rihanna. Hasn't been confirmed doesn't mean that they're not working on it, though. Stay positive. The tour rumor had Rihanna taking her show all over the world in 2024 and 2025. Rihanna's last tour was in 2016. I just want a new album. Give me the tour after the album. I want the music first, though. I want some fun party Rihanna vibes. Not the sad Black Panther vibes that we got. <laughs> not that there was anything wrong didn't with... lift you up? No, not that there was anything wrong with those songs. Like, that was great. But, like, you can't hit us with the sadness and not give us... It's the duality of man, Tara. Like, you got to have the lows and then you got to have something to lift the spirit a little bit. A little excitement. A little Rihanna dance music. Mm-hmm. You know, something fun is when my friends were in high school, um, one of them... Well, we were all in high school, but one of my group... Of friends won tickets to see Rihanna in Boston from Hot 104.7. Wow, pretty cool. Back in April of this year, the Bud Light boycott officially began after Anheuser-Busch partnered with transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney on a celebrity can. Some folks took offense to that and decided that they would no longer support Bud Light because of their awoke decision. And the sales definitely suffered. Well, Bud Light just announced a multi-year, multi-million dollar deal on social media to be the official bear sponsor of the UFC. Oh my God. They needed like the most violent masculine thing. Like we got to go in the opposite direction here. UFC sponsorship. A source familiar with the terms that wasn't supposed to speak about the terms said it's worth in excess of $100 million and it goes into effect January 1st. Fans had mixed feelings about the news. It will take years to fix your reputation. This won't help, wrote one user. Hilarious. Not sure this will even be enough to bring your brand back though. Chimed in another and one person said, we'd love to see this. Kid Rock has since forgiven as we know he he's been drinking it he lit up a case with a rifle uh that was a viral video that was going around and recently he's been spotted out what was it a concert that he was at yeah he had a he had a tall boy yeah he had a bud light in his in his hand so if kid rock can forgive the rest of you can forgive as well if you have to drink a cheap beer what is your go-to miller light maybe really i like a miller light all right what's yours i don't know if it's cheap but the is it michelob ultra low calorie or something yeah because it tastes like water <laughs> literally tastes like seltzer that's the only one i can do see miller light their whole campaign is it's like a, a couple more calories than milk ultra and it just tastes way better oh really i don't really like the taste of beer that's why i like the mick ultra keystone light was the go-to in college i think why because the cheapest that tasted like water could have like 13 of those <laughs> not the natty daddies not the natty daddies. Do, don't, don't the natty daddies have malt liquor in them natty light no i don't think so the tall the tall ones no. i think they do do they yeah because i had half of one of those once and i was like woohoo do kids still drink 40s is that a thing we used to drink a lot no. of 40s in college i don't think so no well i don't know just did based you, off my experience in your experience did you drink 40s in college no but i but people drank the Natty Daddies, the tall, the Natty Daddy tall. So cans. the Natty Daddies replaced the 40s. I think so. Because we would scrounge. They up, got you drunker. Yeah, I would scrounge up change, take my fake ID, go down to the Chinatown liquor store, and get like two 40s, and that would be the the spirits for the weekend. <laughs> or you would go to 7-Eleven and you would get two of the tall cans of the Mike's Harder, and then you would throw up purple. Oh. But it did the job. Gross. Sources report the NBA is being investigated by U.S. government officials. TMZ said the Justice Department started probing the NBA for possible antitrust violations in connection with attempting to kill off Ice Cube's Big Three Summer League. What uh, the? 
Cube has been sounding the alarm for a while. He claims the NBA has discouraged sponsors and television networks for associating with the big three. An NBA spokesperson said, those claims are not true. We have been supportive of the big three since its inception, but we declined to invest. I've heard the rumors that... Behind the scenes, they're in a boardroom meeting and they're saying, we gotta take it down. I don't know why they have anything against the big three. It's like a retirement league for their players. And it would be a cool partnership if they were to do it together. They didn't think of it, so they're jealous. Maybe. I've also heard that they discourage current NBA players from promoting the big three or talking about the big three. And Jalen Brown went to the big three when I was at the TD Garden, walked right by me when I was watching the games. And then he's the first NBA player to actually, like active NBA player to play in a big three game. He did the all-star game during their finals weekend, which I think was in London overseas. They did it. Why are they making it so scandalous? And Ice Cube said that uh, Jalen Brown was his hero for standing up for the, the league and supporting wow. the league did you say anything when you walked by i said hey can i borrow some money because he had just signed that massive contract did you actually i was like hey let me hold something <laughs> no i'm being serious did you <laughs> no i didn't say come anything. on do you wish you had do you wish you at least said hey everybody around me was yelling his name there everyone yeah, was trying to get a you picture. were close no i just took a creepy video of him walking by me and posted <laughs> it that's funny. Kanye West and Ty Dolla Sign announced a multi-stadium listening event to happen on November 3rd. Ty posted the information on Instagram. No locations have been provided yet. The news comes days after Ye and Ty canceled an album release performance at a 100,000-seat stadium in Italy. I'm not going to hold my breath for this, but we'll see. Maybe we've got new music, new it's album. not happening. November 3rd? I don't believe it. <laughs> you don't think this will ever come out? No. We shall see. I thought he was going to drop it just to be a jerk on the same day that Drake dropped. That was like a little bit of a rumor that was floating around there. I don't know. Will people forgive? I, I think a lot of people or have already forgiven. so over? I don't think he's over whatsoever. <laughs> I, th I think, I suppose, is, would be in here defending his honor right now, telling you that the music's going to come out when he says it's going to come out. Well, we'll see about that. It's an abusive relationship if you're a Kanye fan and you think that... When he says he's going to drop an album, he's actually going to drop the album. I don't know if he ever has. thought my dad was going to pick me up this Sunday for baseball, but he Stop. didn't show up. I guess he'll be here next Sunday. Um. <laughs> and the next Sunday. And the next Sunday. The iconic home from Halloween where Jamie Lee Curtis's character once lived has a new owner and they made a killing on the sale. The South Pasadena, California home that served as a filming location for the 1978 horror flick hit the market last month for $1.8 million and it sold for $1.68 million. So it went for under asking price right there. That house did not look California to me. The famous house was made famous in the original Halloween movie. It's a place where Laurie Strode sat holding a pumpkin on the stoop and she was also seen walking down the steps of the porch with an avocado tree to her side. It's actually divided up into three units. It's rental property. The person who bought it can then rent it out and have That's three smart. families living in there. Or Airbnb it. Yeah, or Airbnb it with a theme. Think about that. People are going to want to stay at the Halloween house. Oh, by the way, um, I got the Britney Spears book hard copy yesterday, the day it came out. I was going to do the whole Kindle thing, uh, but then I saw that Bull Moose had it for way cheaper than anywhere else. Oh, so, we love Bull Moose. So yeah, I got my Britney Spears memoir from Bull Moose yesterday and I haven't even cracked it open yet. I'm waiting for the plane next week. But I've been seeing spoilers all over Twitter and Justin Timberlake is not looking good. No, I heard something about like an anxiety attack at the VMAs. I didn't see that yet. Oh, sorry. I won't spoil it for you. Oh, wait, are you not going to be here this Monday or the following Monday? Because you said well, next... Well, this Monday has already passed. Well, next Monday. You know what I mean? I'm not going to be here the week of Halloween. The whole week? So next Monday. I don't know why you're acting so confused. 
talked about it for weeks. Wait, are you gone for the whole week next week? Yeah, Monday through Friday. No, you're not. Yes, I am. I've requested the time off like six months ago, and I've been reminding everyone at our meeting pretty much. I thought you were just not going to be here on Monday. Are you serious? You're not going to be here at all next week? No. (sighs) Suppose we'll have to come in every day. It's the first week of Secret Santa. You knew this. Think about our meeting. Think about what we talked about. It's a Dirty on 30 Man, How to Made by Sanford Sound. Admit that you knew. We're good enough isn't good. Admit that you're remembering now. I don't remember. Is yes, it, you do. Is it good enough? Upgrade your car audio and make your ride a party on wheels. Reach them on Facebook or call 490-1400. Sanford Sound. This is the first I'm hearing of this. It is not. I not am shocked. Problem. I am shocked. <laughs> I can't believe you're not going to be here the first week of Secret Santa. Wild. Hot Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Guess it'll just be me next week here. Just learned this information moments ago. Boo-hoo. Got three more days of Tara. So this has been going viral online. A list of places women wouldn't go on a first date and it's caused quite a stir. The source said, uh, here's a list of places women absolutely refuse to go on a first date to. And thank you to the ladies who reached out to me to help me on my list. Number one on the list, I think might be Tara's favorite place to go on a date. Cheesecake Factory. You know what's funny is that is where Tucker and I had our first date. Stop it. For real. And it was amazing. Cheesecake Factory's on there. Applebee's. You got Chili's, Olive Garden, Buffalo Wild Wings. But then there's like non-specific things like coffee dates, ice cream dates. Basically, I want to know from these women that were on this list, what is an acceptable place? Because this list is ridiculous. Like an ice cream date is not a good first date or a coffee date's not a good first date. I mean, I don't... How are you supposed to casually meet for the first time? Well, you casually meet and then you say, hey, let's get together and do what? I think getting a coffee is a very normal first introduction to someone. Yeah. Let's grab coffee because then it's not permanent and then you can leave or let's grab a drink and then no because if you grab a drink then that then you'll be like oh we should go to this bar this bar this i think coffee is a safe exit plan when me and maura went on our first date we grabbed a drink at lazari and she was like oh i can grab a drink but i have plans with friends after so she had already set lying i don't know if she did she do it on purpose i don't know if she was lying but she set him and then you know she just had such a great time i swept her off her feet that she canceled those plans i don't think she had the plans i think that was just her escape plan plan. yeah Yeah. (laughs) same i don't think that she had anything like solidified that's hilarious but it was definitely an exit plan for sure like like, let me text my friends and she's just like literally on instagram well when we made the thing she's like yeah i can get a drink there she's like i do have to meet up with some friends at such and such time and i was like all right so she had her she can squeeze you in she squeezed me in thanks and then she ended up canceling on them so we want to know where should you never take a first date 207 807 1104 it could be something on this list or it could be something that they forgot for this list 207 807 1104 where should you never take a first date answer that and we will put you in the running for a pair of travis scott tickets straight up where should you never take a first date in your opinion tara this might be controversial but i don't think you should ever bring a first date to the movies that was gonna be my pick what okay so it's not controversial then i don't think it is i feel like it's such a common first date idea and so many people do it but if you have ever been on a first date to the movies it's one of the most uncomfortable awkward things of all time i've never been on a first date to the movies but if you've been on a date early in the relationship in the to the movies it's uncomfortable it's so uncomfortable you're sitting in silence for two hours you don't know where to put your arms you're are you supposed to hold hands like what is happening you can't speak 
like you're sitting in silence for can't two get to know hours the person. and then the movie's over and you're like oh what'd you think <laughs> it's so awkward i think that you can only go to the movies if you're really comfortable with someone i think the movies is a great answer for this um but i also think it's great for a first date if you're socially awkward and you're in like and you don't want to speak and you're like middle school or high school uh, but then you don't even get to the point of what going on the date was because you are not getting to know the person and then you just have to plan another date because you just didn't speak for two and a half hours i guess but that's like that middle school relationship like your parents dropped you off at the movies you went and saw a movie together <laughs> and then you're like fine because there's no pressure to have that conversation <laughs> and then maybe if you're a little slick middle schooler you do the yawn thing and you put your arm around the girly and you're good to go i remember doing that yeah, back in my day say, this sounds personal <laughs> Although I did go on, a, I've never been on a first date as like an adult to the movies. I did go on a date early in a relationship to the movies and uh, it was probably one of the most awkward dates and it was at a Smitty's. Wait, why? Because A, it was at a Smitty's. Um, no diss to Smitty's. We love Smitty's. I'm doing their Halloween party. But like for the first date. Yeah, I love going to the movies too, but just not the first date. For the first date. So we, I couldn't do the yawn because we had a, the where our seats were. We got there and all the seats were filled. There was a uh, table in between us. <laughs> You know what I mean? So we were sitting across from each other at the table, but because Smitty's is like a dine-in spot, yeah. our seats were there. So I was like, I didn't have the whole like, you have to lean over the table. And I also, it was a bad movie to for a first date what or not it? for a date early in a relationship. It was uh, Django Unchained. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wow. Talk about an interesting pick for the for the first uh, for an early in a relationship date. Um, I'm going to take the same thing, though. I don't want to totally take totally fine. We'll go movie. I think uh, taking a date to a Travis Scott, a first date to a Travis Scott concert, that's setting the bar pretty high. But I would say so. But you could do it. Brooke from Parsons Field, where should you never take a first date? Um, I'm going to say a family outing, depending on the family. <laughs> family outing depending on the family i think uh any family is still going to put a little bit of pressure on the situation it's a little awkward for the first date absolutely yeah but i think that's really weird <laughs> in a weird way though i feel like it might take a lot of the pressure away if you meet the whole family the very first date Yeah, but you're not even getting to know the person yeah. that you're on the date with you got to get to know their entire family <laughs> at once that's it crazy is weird. it is weird yeah i feel like that i feel like that could be a problem family function by the way was number 20 on this list that went viral so it's a good pick really honestly i haven't even seen the list like that's the first i've heard of this. <laughs> aaron from portland where should you never take a first date to an escape room <laughs> i feel like you would get to know someone very quickly and if they can problem solve or not that's very true but you also get to really not like them really quickly as well <laughs> high intensity it's yes very much so it kind of reminds me of the pandemic though like the pandemic either broke a lot of people up or you realize oh we could make this work warp speed in some of the uh, relationships because you're stuck inside with somebody for yeah. so long maybe if it was like a, a speed dating thing where you got like a <laughs> you get you get five minutes with one person and just move on you're like nope you're not gonna be my partner <laughs> and whoever you get out of the room with you can go on a date with a real date <laughs> there you go yeah. that's, that's the qualification for the first date it also might be creepy to be locked in a room with somebody on the first date and then find out that they're a creep show and now you're stuck in this escape room with them sounds terrible do they have like safe words so you can get out at any time they must i've never done an escape room i think that you also are being watched the whole time so if something were to go down staff would open the door and turn the lights on okay all right that makes me feel better not that i'm Not planning, that, ever not that I'm one. planning on a first date at an escape room anytime soon. Parker in Brunswick, where should you never bring a first date? I have some experience in like one of the 
20 places on the list. So he was talking about fast food restaurants. I took uh, my girl, who's uh, standing right next to me, I took her to McDonald's. Okay. And you went to, it, it's fine dining. You know, it's, it's, a, nice, it's a nice spot. But <laughs> some of the people in the, the dining area of McDonald's, they have some, like, I don't know. They just like to give some commentary. So, like, I was just, like, eating and I, like, knocked over the first fries. And, like, some lady in the corner was like, always ruining romantic moments. And it was just, like, commenting the whole entire time <laughs> on, like, our date. I thought it was funny. Okay, well, clearly that date to McDonald's worked because you just said she's sitting right beside you, right? Yeah, it is. Did it work, Julie? It worked. Yay! <laughs> I love that. She's <laughs> at the entertainment factory. Well, there you go. I'm sure she would much rather go to a uh, Travis Scott concert <laughs> than McDonald's, though, or on a date. What do you this person on the text said you shouldn't bring a first date to an aquarium or a fancy restaurant i agree with an aquarium because it stinks fancy restaurant though maybe there's too much pressure because it's not casual and you got to be like proper sitting down and i don't know i like a fancy restaurant depends on the lady you got to know yeah. your, you got to know your audience dennis in lisbon where should you never bring a first date arby's arby's yeah but they have the meats okay <laughs> Not a fan of Arby's, I see. <laughs> no. If you're trying to give her the meat, where do you bring her? You bring her to Arby's. <laughs> hmm. I texted back. He texted in Arby's and said, is there an Arby's left in Maine? Is there one in Topsom? Or are you just messing with me? No, there's one in Topsom. Ooh. I might, I might have to go to the Topsom Arby's while I'm out there at Smitty's. Maybe stop off for at a roast beef. At this point, the way that you talk about Arby's, you should. <laughs> because I feel like once a month, we have an entire discourse of Arby's <sighs> in the state of Maine. Uh, you need to just pose in front of the Arby's sign. What's worse for a first date? Because the last person said McDonald's. Is McDonald's or Arby's worse on a first date? Probably McDonald's. You think so? Yeah, because in the background, it's like... It's like beeping the whole time. Oh, that's like the drive through noise? <laughs> Or the microwave noise? Whichever beeping noise it is, it's loud. Probably ordering or something. Yeah. And if you, if you live in Portland and you're taking her to Arby's, it's a little bit of a destination. So you're going a little out of your way. So that makes it a little specialer than, than McDonald's, I guess. Are you trying to go see Travis Scott? Of course. All right, let's make this happen. We're going to hook you up with a pair of tickets. You're going to the show. Congratulations. Are you serious? No, you got our tickets. You're going. Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> Who's that in the background? Oh, that's my chair. Your parents? No, my chair. Oh, your chair. <laughs> I thought it was like a girl Did screaming. Did you fall? Did you fall down? <laughs> All right, you got a pair of tickets. You're going to Travis Scott. Uh, you're going to the Friday show. Who's going to be your plus one? Who are you bringing with you? Uh, I'm probably going to bring my friends. There you go. It's going to be a good night uh, right before Christmas, an early Christmas present for you. Ticket giveaway is made hot in Maine by Vice Camp. Yeah. Hot Radio Maine and our friends over at Vice Cannabis, a woman-owned medical dispensary on Forest Ave. Plenty of easy parking. New patients save 10%, plus get a penny pre-roll. Vice Cannabis, all gas, no breaks. Next chance to win happens with B-All this afternoon at 5 p.m. But congratulations. You got our pair of tickets this morning. You're going to see Travis Scott. Thank you. Are you a big Travis Scott fan? Of course. Have you ever seen him live? No. You got to start hitting the gym right now. I feel like it's a workout when you go see see him in concert. It's wild. Yeah, it's like a razor party. Yeah, it's what's gonna be a good your, one. What's your favorite Travis Scott song? Probably mm, way back. I was like, if he says sicko mode, then. <laughs> Not that sicko mode isn't a great song, but I feel like that was just the. Uh... It, it's just so overplayed now. Yeah. You like the new album? You get a chance to listen to Utopia? I listen to the whole thing 
as soon as it came out. Nice. What's your favorite song? Probably My Eyes or Thank God. All right, Dennis, you're there on December 22nd. Congratulations again. Hot Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Yeah, every morning. We have tickets to Smitty's Killer Halloween Parties, which are going down this weekend, Halloween. Tickets are 15 bucks per person, 25 per couple. There's going to be drink specials, two-hour unlimited play cards come with each admission. Uh, doors are going to open at 8.30. So Friday is the Sanford location party, and Saturday is going to be the Topsom party. It's a killer Halloween party paying tribute to your favorite horror movie killers, so you can dress in theme and there's prizes for that or you could just dress with the most creative costume you can come up with and there's prizes for that as well there's going to be six buck bowling in sanford six dollar axe throwing in topsom 207-807-1104 is the phone number if you would like to go to one of smitty's halloween parties this halloween 21 plus hit me right now 207-807-1104 tell me favorite halloween candy is bonus points if you have an unpopular opinion as well 207-807-1104 favorite halloween candy is what? Recent development, Almond Joys. I used to think those were for old people. people You're just an old people person People with now. no taste. I'm like, oh, what? Why do you want an almond in your candy? Had it for the first time last year and I'm hooked. Almond Joy. They're so good. I'll say that that's kind of an unpopular opinion. I think if you pulled 100 people, very few of them would say Almond Joy. I don't know. I think my taste buds are just changing. No, that's what I'm saying. It's I, kind of I an unpopular opinion. I appreciate the almond. All right. Almond Joy for Tara. I'm going to go with Dots. Literally the only person. I love those little yellow boxes full of those gummy candies. Who, did we ever find out who put one in here Oh, for I forgot you? to ask. No, we should ask in the meeting. We came into work one morning and there was just one single box of dots in the studio. And it sat here for most of the morning. And then Ryan finally was like, all right, well, if no one's claiming it, I'm going to I'm gonna break into it. I'm like, obviously someone put them here for you because you're the only person that eats them. And we, I don't know who it was. But I didn't know if everybody knew that. I knew you knew that. And you didn't leave them there, but does everybody else know that? So why would somebody leave a package of dots here for me? Mm, I guess as it was Dave. It seems like a very Dave thing for him That's a very Dave candy. I ordered dots last night from GoPuff. Got my dots delivered to the house. I think dots might be my least favorite candy. No way. Yeah. Whoppers for me. Or... Or be all who's in the studio at nights. Maybe he had some miscellaneous Halloween candy and he was like, "Ugh, I'm not eating these. I'll leave these for the next person, not knowing that they're your favorite. Or maybe he just left them because he was like, I'll eat those tomorrow. And then I ate them. (laughs) My least favorite is probably Whoppers. You're saying your least favorite is Dots? I just don't like them. Gabby from Steep Falls. What is your favorite Halloween candy? Butterfinger, hand down. Hand oh. Down you know why I love Halloween? Because I would never buy a Butterfinger. But when you're young, you get all these candies for trick-or-treating and you would have Butterfingers in it. And I thoroughly enjoy them. They're really good. Exactly. And especially when you have a little one that you finally get to take trick-or-treating with you, you can kind of just take some of their candy. <laughs> you can say, I don't think you would like that one. <laughs> Let me yeah, have that one. It. Exactly. You don't like this one very much. Let mom have that. <laughs> Are you trying to go to one of these Halloween parties? Do you want to go? Would you go this Absolutely. weekend? Absolutely. I would love to go to the Stanford one because it's closer for me. All right. Let's make this. Can you get away from the kids? Because it's 21 plus. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I can send them, ship them to grandparents. Though. All right. There you go. <laughs> Friday night, they're going to stay with uh, grandparents. You're going to the Sanford Smitty's Killer Halloween Party. Congratulations. Sweet. Thank you, guys. Mariah in West Newfield, Maine. What's your favorite Halloween candy? Free cheese, honestly. <laughs> 
<laughs> do you care what shape they come in or do you have a specified favorite? No, no, anything that my daughter brings home. <laughs> in my adult life, I discovered that it's pronounced Reese's, but I swear, really? I swear when we were growing up and we watched Nickelodeon and they had that Reese's Puff commercial, the song was like Reese's Puff, Reese's Puff, not Reese, <laughs> not Reese's Puff. Reese, right? I say Reese's. Right, I know. How do you say it? What's the proper it's way? Reese's. I don't know. I don't think, that. I don't know. Yeah, I know that's the way <laughs> they say it's pronounced, but it's Reese's. All right. Were you trying to go to one of these Smitty Halloween parties? Sure, yeah. All right. Which one do you want to go to? Sanford or Topsom? Uh, Sanford. All right. Friday night, you can get away from the kids? Yeah. <laughs> Great. I'm going to put you down for the Friday night Smitty Sanford party. Okay.